Hey y'all, I'm your host, Courtney Shalise, aka I, I'm Court 2, and welcome back to the motherfucking Blow Up Podcast. I'm a stay-at-home daughter from Houston turned dream-chasing creative, and I'm here to give you the play-by-play of what the real-time glow-up looks like while we roll up. Life gets hard, but bitch, I'm harder. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast for new episodes every single Sunday at whatever time I feel like uploading. And make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to blow some more. You're listening to episode 2.7 of the Blow Up Podcast. Hashtag naked every day. Let's get into it with this intention. We're going to set the mood, set the vibe for this session. I really want to affirm with our affirmations consistency and having fun within the process of consistency. I feel like consistently or consistently, I found out that consistency has been something that I lack or that I just need to work on. I just need to improve. Um, I don't think I lack it, but you can always grow. And I see that from like where I am right now and like I'm, I just had a really good meditation session earlier where I realized how grateful I am for where I am right now. So this is not to say that I'm in a rush to get anywhere else, but just in an effort to maintain, you know, the growth that I've acquired, I think that it's very much so necessary to, attain some good consistency and discipline within consistency and it's very easy for me to get burnt out it's very easy for me to get off task to stay off task to get distracted to get demotivated or unmotivated and I really want to cultivate that sense of self-discipline grit um and consistency no matter what, like, ingrained in me. So this week, that's going to be the vibe, you know what I mean? I feel like every week with these affirmations, I set a certain um, intention for myself subconsciously. So let's start doing that consciously. This week, our intention is to be more consistent. I am moving forwards on my purpose every single day. I'm having fun inside the process. This is my season of preparation. I appreciate the things that I'm cultivating today and I can't wait to see how it evolves. And with that being said, so the fuck it is. Amen. I forgot to say, light that shit up, but you already know the motherfucking vibes. I got a new bong, by by the way, guys. Um, I forgot to tell y'all what I'm smoking. I haven't been doing that lately, huh? Well, I matched with um my, my sister, Quince Quince, and um, we made a shake and did what it did. I forgot what the strain was called, honestly. I think I already threw away the container, but we had a little roach, some music into my bong that I got yesterday. I got a bong set. I got an ashtray in it, a grinder, um, a flower holder, the bong, the piece, the ashtray, and a joint holder. Like, bitch, for $50? Tell me that's not a motherfucking steal. Oh, that's what the, the strain was, Watermelon Z. And then I don't know what Quincy had. That's what's in uh, this joint. But Watermelon Z from Stizzy. I fuck with Stizzy. I've been fucking with her for a second. Um, the smoke shops out here be selling that gas. And Stizzy has been like my little go-to lately. I really like their little mini joints. They do smell. Like they smell fruity. My bad, y'all. They be um. That's probably my sign that I'm talking a little bit too much. But I just want to say, I'm just kind of not understanding like how it's possible for these people, like the companies, to be making this shit smell like 
Jolly Ranchers. And should I be a little concerned? I don't know. I'm going to look into it and I'm going to report back to y'all. But the weed was good. The smell threw me off. But they also have glass tips and you can get five little mini half joints, like half gram joints for like $50. And I think that's and it's already pre-rolled so it was just like so convenient but anywho i'm gonna report back to y'all on that note i'm gonna keep it so serious with y'all and all i have to say is that i'm ready for summer i'm ready to have my ass out i'm ready to be hanging out the window i'm ready to be on the bow i'm ready to have my 30 inch weave my bob my stitch cornrows i'm ready to be dark i'm ready to be shaking this ass i'm ready to be posting videos shaking my ass i cannot wait i can't wait to get this passport i can't wait like dead ass i'm over the winter i'm here to let everybody know that you know the spirit guides and the universe and God has been telling me that, you know, my time will be spring and summer of 2023. I didn't have the best summer last summer. Like it was okay, but honestly it was tainted. So this is the revival. This is what I will be calling like the 2016 reckoning. I just think that this could be a 2016 part two. I think that this could be a summer 2021 part two because I had a great summer 2021 that was comparable to 2016 for sure. Um, It was a great time that was being had and I'm ready to replicate it. I'm ready to get a new roster. The roster is getting, you know, built as we speak. So bad bitches pop out. Niggas with money pop out. Broke niggas stay home. Okay, that's how the summer's gonna go. Well, niggas stay home. Okay, today, this week in life, music, movies, TV, art, and cannabis politics, I saw Creed 3 this past weekend. Um, I went to first Saturday in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Museum, and it was cute, but I had bought tickets before to go see Creed, like the day before or something like that, because I had assumed that we would be going at a certain time, and we ended up going later than expected, and I was like, I'm still going to go see Creed, because I haven't been to the movie theater in a second. I want to see Michael B. Jordan on the big screen. Um, the girls were saying, <laughs> the girls were saying they got to bring the rose to the movie theater, bitch. They got to sneak the rose in, like they sneaking in and bake it tight out, girl. I could not agree more, bitch. I had to go see him on the big screen. So I left for Saturday early. By the way, I just want to slide in there. I saw Pateri from Sweet Life LA with his fine ass. And I knew that I was going to bump into him. I knew it. I was like, he's too fine. Like, he lives here in New York. Like, I'll see him at least once. And I just know that, like, we probably have mutuals. So I'm going to see you again, Pooh. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so uh, I left early and went to the movies. Yeah, I smoked. It was just a nice little date vibe for myself. Ooh, it was just it was just such a good decision because I really could have stayed at the Brooklyn Museum, and I know I'd have been mad because Quincy and Paris they had a terrible time at the restaurant. They was not getting fed well. I know I would have been heated if I didn't go see this movie just to be served some assy ass food. So, um, I got there a little late. Like, the movie was, like, five minutes in, ten minutes in. I probably want to go see it again just to see them, like, five, ten minutes because I think it probably makes a lot of sense for context. Um, And plus, I just want to see Michael B. Jordan again. It was fire. It was fire. It was a good little two-hour movie. Beautiful production. Storyline was great. The acting was great um everybody was just eating the music was great like the intensity was there like I really liked it I really really liked it it took an unexpected turn I was like okay like once I learned that he was retired I was like so where are y'all gonna take it because I mean we get to the third movie you feel me like it's either make it or break it. it's gonna be corny or it's gonna set y'all up to be like a for real for real franchise or series and 
um, more or less like another Rocky franchise. That's another reason why I went to go see it. We don't have enough movies that are just about like black stories, not about us being slaves or like beaten by the police. Like I'm so over that era. Like I swear to God, there was only a time where big blockbuster movies starring uh, black actors and actresses was about our oppression and we don't deserve that I think that we deserve comedies we deserve dramas we deserve you know like more narrative style films we deserve that and so that's what I'm hoping for this and I'm gonna go support anything along the lines of that um but yeah, I was very pleased with how they, you know, drew the story out because they could have made it like another boring as okay, Michael B. Jordan finna go fight another nigga to like prove he that nigga, and they took it a step further in personal development, character development. We learned more about Adonis and his background that we didn't know before. It deepens his relationship with his wife. It expands upon him as a father, his daughter, where his career has grown beyond the ring. We got all type of development, character development all across the board bitch it was so good like I was I was engaged like I wasn't expecting to be watching another installment of a film where I know everything there is to know and they're just in a new scenario you know what I'm saying like there was actual meaningful development to this film and I appreciate it very very greatly um there was some like underlying themes that I really fucked with revisiting trauma guilt shame anger the big ones that I noticed like and that really tapped me the most was jealousy entitlement and discernment those are the ones that I want to talk about first because okay first of all I'm a motherfucking sucker and I always say like whenever I get it for real like whenever I got the millions I'm gonna feed everybody who is supporting me or how to hand in me becoming who I am and I think that I would have been in the same situation. Like, I wouldn't have picked up. I'm going to spoil the movie. If you haven't seen it yet, you might want to fast forward to probably, like, what, the 30-minute mark? Because I might be talking about this for a second. Um, So, I'm putting it in the description where, where I stop talking about it. Because I know I, I'm the same way, but this is my motherfucking podcast. So, we're going to talk about it. I would have been caught up too, like Adonis, trying to help Odu. I'd be forgetting the character names, um, but I would have been caught up like that as well because I'm very trusting and I definitely have empathy for people who I feel like deserve a lot. Like, you know, I just have empathy in general. So I definitely would have put my hat in the ring or extended my hand to help somebody who I thought was my friend, especially in type of situation they were in like he felt like he owed him time his life he learned he was introduced to the boxing world by his friend you know what I mean like he knows that if it wasn't for their friendship possibly he wouldn't be who he was or maybe he felt like that maybe that's not true but I think if I was in that situation that's what I would think if I hadn't met him I forgot his name let's call him Michael because I really just don't remember um and he hadn't brought me to the ring that night and kept bringing me and showing me these moves I wouldn't be a boxer I would just be a nigga on the street fighting and maybe dead. You know what I'm saying? So you definitely would feel, I would definitely feel indebted. Like he literally ran from the scene of the crime. It was, did he shoot him? They never specified of whether he would, he shot dude or not. If he was just like in possession of the gun. Or did they? I think they did. Yeah, they caught him while he was just holding the gun. But he ran, Adonis ran, and dude was like taken away on site. You know what I mean? Like that could have easily been his ass too, but it wasn't because he was just quicker. You feel me? Like bad luck of the draw. 
you know, dude comes back. First of all, honestly, 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 I ain't gonna lie. I would have been a little put off by the fact that you was leaning on my car when I come outside the gym. I don't like that. And how, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I've been a little off put by that because it just, it just seemed a little, mm. but I think that when you're in situations like that, once you've come up to a certain level and people talk about this all the time with celebrities, you have to know when to say no, you have to have boundaries and you can't help everybody. It worked out great in this scenario where they were, where they were, what, Jesus, please, where they were able to have a conversation and, you know, really be vulnerable and come to agreements and apologize, take accountability. But in a lot of cases, I'm not going to say a lot of cases, but in some cases, that's just not what ends up happening. It takes a very dark turn. Like that could have easily been something else. That could have easily been a one of them dies type of situation. That's how a lot of, you know, people, that's how a lot of situations that deal with jealousy end up. Jealousy is deadly. Entitlement is deadly. Those two put together, directed at a person, is deadly. That's I think about that a lot. Like how people will cut girls with pretty faces, like with a knife. Like, that's deadly. When you have money and or you garner success or whatever that might look like in your world, and you separate yourself from once you what you once knew and the people in that environment, there's often a divide. And it's very clear and it's very bold. And some people feel like because y'all grew up, I've heard this before, because y'all grew up in the same town, went to the same schools, you know, had the same life situation growing up and you made it and they didn't. There's a chip in their shoulder because now you have to look within. And I've realized this just life, you know, in itself, my own experiences too. So this really hit whenever somebody looks at you and you've been through the same life situation, they have to look within and take some accountability to figure out where they're limited within themselves, why they haven't been able to rise the rise to the occasion like you have when you have three the same resources, the same situation. Like why haven't you been able to take yourself there? Because I was able to do it, you know, that's just it's proof in your face that it's possible for you. So you really have to face yourself in that moment. And I think that's what creates a lot of bitterness and anger and resentment. Because jealousy is a very normal feeling. It's a very normal emotion. But when people don't have the self-awareness and the accountability and the emotional intelligence to acknowledge that and really do what's right with that feeling, it turns into those more low vibrational entities that manifest into violence, that manifest into betrayal, manipulation, um, in those like more dangerous acts of negativity. And that scares me in life. And I really felt like that was the first message that really hit me in this movie, because that is something that terrifies me. I'm terrified of picking the wrong friends. Um, I'm terrified of like refriending the wrong friends. I'm terrified of, you know, having people around with ulterior motives. Because when I tell you, I was shocked in that bitch. Whenever it's, whenever the mom put down that motherfucking photo, I said, bitch, no way. I gasped. I gasped. Because I never would have thought. Some people are really calculated like that. And some people are three and two, you know, three and four steps ahead of you. Whenever they're coming to you with some shit. And it's just so scary because you just never know what people are on, bro. You never know what people are on. Um, And I have, that's just one of my biggest fears. And I want to dilute that because I don't want to attract that. I don't want to manifest it. And I hate that that's the first thing I noticed. And like, I was having a conversation with Quincy about the movie. And the first thing that she noticed was the revisiting of trauma 
um, of the guilt and the shame that came with how they grew up, especially with how Adonis grew up and, you know, the, the guilt that he held for himself and the anger that, um, older dude had felt with him for living the life that he was supposed to have those feelings were very valid both of those feelings were super valid but because one was locked up in a cell and the other one got to live you know the successful bright you know life and they hadn't had any contact within how many how many years was it like eight years how how long was it 18 years yeah it was 18 years you know, that that leaves a lot of room for thinking. And since you don't have the other person for context, there's not going to be much context. There's a lot of room for um, narratives to be made that aren't necessarily true. And it just showed how important it is to, you know, acknowledge conflict, acknowledge uncomfortable feelings between the people that you love. And all it takes is a conversation. All it takes is a conversation most times. Um, you know, in vulnerability with the people that you love, having the risk, not the respect, having the trust within, you know, your partner, your friends, your family to, you know, share when you feel uncomfortable and when you feel that something's not right or that, you know, or when you're just hurting in general, like being able to share that and talk through it, even if you disagree, it it can save so much. It can save a relationship. It can save time. It can save a life. Like just being able to have that line of communication open is so, so imperative, especially when it comes to people who are healing. Um, being aware of how important that is, is such a key part to you know, foraging a new path mentally because holding all of that trauma in that he was, it, it, it sticks with you mentally and it comes out physically. Um, he, his marriage was starting to fracture because his wife could feel him hurting and she could see it coming out in other ways his stubbornness, his inability to to resolve conflict in a healthy way, his inability to effectively communicate. She saw where those things are manifesting and she wanted to know why. But because he was trying to block out these painful memories to keep from having to actually sift through them and, you know, acknowledge them he wasn't able to open up in that way and it put up a divide, it put up a block and it feels personal on the other side. It feels super personal on the other side. That's why she asked like, is it me? And I was like, damn, this is hard. That was really, really good. Like the, like this, these intricacies of the impacts of, you know, a character's own inner workings on, you know, the people around them, it was depicted very beautifully. And just the, the way that it was illustrated, the way that it was shot, um, the dialogue, the backstories, like it, it all pulled together so beautifully. Um, and I feel like these were two very important topics to be touched on in a movie like this, especially for a Black audience where we are very much so in a time of healing uh, generational trauma and it had a very modern touch like I feel like a lot of young black men can relate to a story like this between two black brothers two black friends who consider each other brothers I know a lot of black men who like consider their their best friends their homies like blood brothers you know their family so I really hope that this is touching and impacting a lot of people in the same way that I, I perceive the movie. I hope that it really generates a lot of good conversation like this around healing and, you know, hopefully therapy um, and just loving on each other a lot more. Again, touching back on the topic of mental health. I think that this would be amazing. 
um an amazing conversation starter it was really fucking good and let's really talk about the sexual tension like the sexual chemistry between tessa thompson and michael b jordan bro coochie was wet i ain't gonna lie like i was shifting in the seat it was good it was really good it was very spicy like i felt like he was talking to me for a second i was like "Mm -hmm. scrumptious scrumptious (laughs) shout out to michael b jordan for i believe like executive producing and directing this film I feel like it's such a come up to, you know, start out acting and especially like banking in on a trilogy and then starting to like really become like the admin behind it, the moving works behind it. That's hard. I love that for him. He's definitely on my bucket list of celebrities that I want to smash. So, see you soon, bae, because apparently my manifesting powers are on 10. I'm not watching any more TV, not, like, as a choice, but, like, I just haven't been watching TV. There's not, there's not a TV in the apartment that I'm in. There is one, but it doesn't work, or it's not connected or something like that. Um, I have HBO Max, though, um, and I can get Hulu, I guess, but, like. If you have any recommendations, let me know. I want to watch um, some more shows. I do. I want to get into something. Um, shows that I already watch. I didn't. First of all, I just want to say that you was trash. I didn't like it. Um, I watched Sweet Life LA, but I heard that it got canceled for the third season because of like there's a merger going on and it's like budget cuts and it was just one of the ones to go, which was unfortunate because I really, really liked the show. And I am trying to be a part of a Sweet Life Houston or a Sweet Life New York. So Issa Rae, if you're listening, if you're watching, I'm here. I'm a creator on the rise. I'm a baddie, the 20 something from Houston. Um, you know the vibes, contact is everywhere. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I took a break from recording, fucked around, went out, and came back drunk. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I came back hung over, and I had to still record the rest of the episode. I have some tips and some unsolicited, so unsolicited advice for y'all for going out, but we gonna save that for the next episode. That's gonna be the episode for next week the guidelines the tips and the motherfucking expectations for when you going out with your bitches not that my bitch did anything wrong she did great but you need to be a team motherfucking player whenever you go out i'm gonna let you know that now speaking of we're talking about consistency today we're talking about consistency today. My bitch goes out with me because she know I'm going to be a good time. We make it every day, okay? We're going to have a good time every time we come out, period. I know that, like, at the end of the stop, we're getting the update right now, y'all. <laughs> we're getting the update. Stop. No, friend. So, friend, friends, little sneaky link or whatever, picked us up from the spot. How about this nigga dropped us off? Okay, first of all, he pulled up in a band. So, it was like, okay, bonus points. But he dropped friend off right after he dropped me off. And he had hella people in the car to drop off. It was giving Uber. It was giving Uber. I forgot it was her nigga. I was directing him like he was Uber. Bro, he dropped her off right after me. And there was still a couple and another bitch in the motherfucking car. Bro. 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 No, friend. It's over with. I ain't gonna lie. 
it's all right. We don't, uh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. These niggas be so disappointed, bro. We went out and there was no niggas outside. No, at least no niggas in there. No niggas that I wanted to fuck. I'm a dancer or whatever, babe. To give you this coochie, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. It was not giving that last night. These niggas be a little ugly sometimes, especially in the spot that we were in. It was giving. They were like 32. Um, I like my niggas a little older, but you know, as of lately, I've been like my niggas a little young. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm completely off topic, but I had to give y'all that update as it came because that was shocking. What do we mean? I hate that. These niggas be so disappointing, bro. I feel like as a man, you should know when I'm trying to give this coochie. It's 3 a.m. What the fuck you thought was going on? It's 4 a.m. What the fuck you thought was going on? I'm trying to fuck. Okay? Why are you dropping the ball? Damn. I hate that for my sis. I hate that for her so bad. Consistency. Okay, y'all. I'm sorry. The episode is going to be about how I cannot be consistent to save my life. I'm not even going to put that in the air because I'm right here with y'all at 11.45 a.m. hungover. You feel me? So I'm committed to the process. But it's very hard to stay committed to the process. Like, I feel like there's so many distractions. I take so many breaks. And I honestly think I take more breaks more often than I create. Hold on, itch break. Itch, 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 itch. I also have some ramen coming over because I I require ramen whenever I'm record. Whenever I'm record, please not recording, recovering. And I think my phone was broken too. I don't know what I did. I came back home with a cracked phone on the back and in the front with no motherfucking um with no phone cover, just the phone itself, beer bones, naked every day. I know I want to be a full-time content creator, y'all. I do. I know that. I want to be a podcaster full-time. Like, I know that at the beginning of 2024, I want to say that I'm getting big boy checks from podcasting. But it's like, are you prepared to come into that season of blessings if you're not even being consistent with your recording schedule? I don't know about that, babe. Whenever I look at my timeline, though, I get hella triggered. I ain't gonna lie. And now that I live in New York, it's like I step outside and I I get triggered because I see everybody doing the things I know that I want to do eventually or, like, do right now. I want to do these things right now. Like, I want to be doing the things right motherfucking now. The girls is getting to it. Okay? I see it. It's right here in my face. New York puts it in your face. You gonna make it here or you not. And... You know, there's no difference between me and them. There's not. There's really not. Not talent. It's just consistency. I'm just as talented as anybody else. You're just as talented as anybody else. But the biggest problem that I see between the ones that make it and who doesn't is networking and consistency. Do you know who you need to know in order to get what you need to do done? And do you do what you do consistently? That's literally it. I know that I don't do what I do consistently enough to be referred to if something was to pop up. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't come top of top of mind because it's like I don't put it in the girls' faces enough. I hope that I'm not like in y'all's faces. I'm sorry. I'm just being a little reckless right now. But, yeah, I don't like that. And I feel like it's so it's been really hard for me as of this past couple weeks because I have so many things to do and like so many things in my face right now but I don't think that's an excuse I think that like at the bottom of the line it doesn't matter like whenever you're passionate about something you're gonna get that shit done rain sun shine sleep snow hell you're gonna get that shit done period because you fuck with it you give a fuck about it you passionate about it like this your shit and you know, I feel very passionately about my podcast, but I think that I've kind of turned it into something that is, like, more formal, and, like, I be putting it on my LinkedIn, and I be linking in my resumes and my portfolio, so I feel, I think I feel obligated to make it a little PG, maybe. That might be, like, turning me off a little bit, but this this began as something for me to help me process what I was going through at the time, which was, 
you know, super hard, painful changes, inner transformations that had to do with my growing pains at the time within my household, i.e. my dad's house. So I was in a tough position and this podcast was my safe space and it made it easy to be consistent because this was the only place where I could go once a week, you know, and just talk it out because I didn't have anybody else to talk it out with besides my best friend. And now that life is good, I see what people be saying, bro. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. So you know how like we hate how artists' lives get better in a music sucks it's the same thing with this podcast bro not that the podcast sucks y'all still fuck with the podcast but on the creator end it's like okay damn like honestly your life is pretty fucking good right now like the first episode go listen to the first episode hashtag life is hard hashtag life is good i ain't gonna lie i ain't gonna lie lie. Life is good. Life is good like a bitch. I ain't gonna lie to you. So it's like sometimes it's hard coming up with topics. Sometimes it's hard coming up with topics. Sometimes it's hard to sit down and like get in that vibe and come and sit down and talk to y'all. But right now I feel like this is the perfect vibe. Like I feel really good. I don't ever want to come and talk to y'all when I'm in a sad mood or in a bad mood or like I feel like I'm obligated to come and record. Like this is the vibe I want to record in. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like whatever I record and, you know, put down is what y'all going to pick up energy-wise. And I want to give y'all some good energy to pick up. You know what I'm saying? I want her to listen to this and leave in a good mood and feel inspired and feel motivated and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I want y'all to come over here and listen to me for. And I feel like since life has been so good, it's been like, well, damn, like, what can I talk to them about? Like, I feel like I don't have no problems. And... It's just been hard to me to com- it's been hard for me to commit to the process. I feel like there is a process to becoming a successful person. And I feel like I'm talking real country right now. Whenever I got some little liquor in my system, because I'm still a drunk, I ain't gonna lie. We only got home at 4 a.m. And I literally was on the motherfucking floor whenever I got back home. So I'm still a drunk. However, However, um, I feel like that's that fits the theme of the show. We we blowing while we growing. We blowing while we growing. All right, I'm probably gonna hit the bong in a second whenever my rowing comes, so I, we equal it all out and get back down to earth. Goddamn, but y'all getting everything y'all need to get regardless right now. Um, motherfucking uh, motherfucking uh, motherfucking uh, goddamn, goddamn, goddamn. Yeah, it's been hard to commit to the process for me because I just feel like since I've been in such a good mood, it's like, what do I talk to the girls about? Like, I think that y'all want to know more about my personal life, but I think that over time, y'all will get bored with my personal life. And I want to make sure that I'm touching y'all in a very personal way, in a very meaningful and intentional way. So that's why I'll be asking y'all, like, what y'all want me to talk about? Because I don't want to get so far off base that y'all don't fuck with you no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a fear thing, too. Once you're gone for so long, it's like, do they even still want to hear from me? Um, I get nervous that maybe I don't, re- my life doesn't resonate with y'all's because I have a lot of Houston listeners and I'm in New York. Like, my lifestyle is a little bit different now. Not that I'm like above anybody or like I'm just an out of motherfucking space, but. I think a big part of the reason why people were listening to me is because they can relate. And maybe y'all can still relate. I feel like y'all can because I think that what I'm doing right now and where I'm at is very, like, feasible and attainable. Like, there's a million other people in New York doing the same motherfucking thing. So, um, that's kind of, like, a big fear of mine. And I don't feel like sometimes I feel like my content isn't as good as others like I know y'all were really fucking with my first season and now that we're in like the third ish season 
it's just like a little bit of a change in like engagement when you look at the analytics side. I know the girls say don't be looking at the analytics because that's gonna fuck you up every time. But as somebody who wants this to be their full time job, it's like you can't help but look at the analytics. Like what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? What else I'm gonna do, bitch? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to work for the man. You know I want to uh engage this into a full-time business but also this is my creative outlet so it's very hard for me to balance the two whenever i get too business-minded and too analytically minded with the shits it gets very like this disappointing and what do they call it uh what do they call it Mm, trying to think of the word not disappointing it's very um i think it is this way it might be disappointing anywho anyway that's just how i feel about the situation and i feel like every time i go to record it's just a battle between me and my mind it's like oh i I need to start like doing a little bit of a meditation and like you know some observation whenever i start having a battle between me and recording because it's just like I'm giving myself every excuse in the book to not record. And it's it's not okay because it's like, why are we doing this? We have nothing but space, time, and opportunity. Just turn the mic on, babe, and talk. But there's that fear of, like, wanting everything to be perfect. Like, I want to upgrade, like, the way that I record. Like, I record in my room wherever I'm at with my love, my tiny mic. And I get it shaking. Like, heart over heart, I want a little studio decorated like my bedroom and like a little three to five person team to help me record the shit so I don't have to lift a finger. That's what I want. You know what I mean? So I have to also do all of the groundwork and then think of all the, you know, the topics and to write it all out and make the agenda. It's just like, fuck. And then I got to do the recording and sometimes it cuts off. Sometimes it doesn't record right. It's so fucking frustrating. I think the frustrations of being a creator is just a lot for me because I like to do things one time, have it be perfect and move the fuck along. But I know, ooh, I know the creation process doesn't always, you know, it doesn't always work like that. Uh, this is such an unprofessional episode. But honestly, I feel like this is going to be a good episode. Because I'm just getting to see y'all as it comes out of my brain. And we like that. I feel like whenever I feel inspired. Like, I'm feeling inspired right now. I really wanted to come out here and give the girls, uh, you know, going out guideline, like, unsolicited advice that's gonna be a new segment unsolicited advice i thought of it yesterday um while i was pre-gaming i was like that's fire unsolicited advice hashtag unsolicited advice see like shit be coming out of my brain and i'll be thinking about good shit and fun shit but it's just like sometimes the put together the, the production process takes the fun out of all of it and um i feel like maybe that's what I need coming in 2023 as a team and I'm working on it real, real bad. Just people to help me. That's what I want to make the creation process easier because there's things that I'm not good at. I think I'm truly just not just the talent because I'm working on getting some production experience. But like I part of the problem is that I am the talent and I don't want to have to do eight things at one time. I don't want to be the creative director and the social media manager and the producer and the host, and the writer, you know, and, and the director. Like, I don't want to be all of these things at one time. You know what I'm saying? And the sound producer, and the sound engineer. Like, I don't want to do all of that at one time. It's so fucking overwhelming, for me at least. I don't want to do that. I signed up to do it, but I would like to erase my name from the sign-up list. I want, like, three to four people, three to five people helping me do this shit, period. But I don't have the money to pay y'all. I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be on a volunteer basis. I want to just create together. That's all I want. I just want to create together. It would just be so much easier, and it'd be a lot funner and a lot more exciting than just, like, coming to my bedroom to, like, complain and record every week. It's a little sad and depressing. Like, I want to make this a more fun process, and I'm really glad that I'm talking this through here on the podcast because it's going to help me manifest that. 
in real life. So, like, don't be surprised if next month you see me in a studio recording with a team. Because now the universe is hearing me um, and sees what I want and hears what I want. And we're going to make it happen now. Because I've been just trying to figure out, like, how would I even ask for this for the longest time? I need a sip of water because I'm very dehydrated. I'm laying down while I'm recording this, if y'all can't tell. <sighs> it feels so much better. I would literally be passed out if I was, like, sitting up or... I never get this drunk for real. I don't. I I kind of. It was a vibe, but like, I never get this drunk whenever I go out. That drunk, at least. I feel like I'm just still drunk, so I just I don't know how to. When this man coming? I need the ramen today. I'm gonna try to finish this before the ramen come. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, I really need for my podcast. And creating, full-time creating, I wanted to provide me with material things. To be honest, like, all I want out of life, see, I feel like I have to burp soon, so I'm trying to, like, do a little stretchy stretch. And I've been trying to be too proper on this bitch, too. Like, no. This, (laughs) This hoe is supposed to give unfiltered, unsolicited, and fuck who with it and fuck who not. I'm here to tell you that now. This is me. This is Courtney. This is Shalise, bitch. This is me. And I hope that everybody listening resonates with me. This is your homegirls podcast, period. What I want out of podcasting all in all, what I want out of creating, because I want creating to be my full-time job. Like I want to be one of those artists who's able to afford like a cool ass loft that they turn into a studio in some of the corners or some of the rooms rather you know into you know the little studio did i already say that anyhow i want my kids i want my husband i want my beach house and i want my passport to be inked the fuck up by the time i'm 45 that's what i want out of creating and i want to have a huge impact on the world and giving people you know giving people the space and the opportunity to live healthily and live sustainably and live a good motherfucking life. And that means having the motherfucking basics at the bare minimum. A good warm plate is where I want to start. That's all I want out of life. And I'm good by the time I get to a wheelchair. If I'm able to do those things and have my my family, not just the one that I create, but my my blood family like my mom and my dad and my brothers and make sure we're all straight not just materially but like make sure we're close and make sure we have a you know a a tight-knit family and make sure that our generational our bloodline and the generational curses are broken i'll be good though that is what i want out of my life i will be fine by 85 if all those things are completed and i just want creation to be the journey on the way like i enjoy doing it but i don't want to suck all the fun out of it you know what i mean i want to make sure that i get what i want out of the situation for sure um i absolutely feel like you know i have like goals along the way but i don't want those to distract me from the big picture which is freedom life freedom to do whatever i want with whoever i want um like i said i want my kids i want my husband i want my beach house i want a couple houses in a couple cities in a couple countries and i want to impact the world in a philanthropic way specifically with the foundations of their life making sure that everybody's fed and clothed and housed you know what i mean like that's just my basic goals and the things that i want to do here in my time on earth and if creation can help me get there then that's the route i'm gonna take but you know that's ultimately what i'm trying to get to and i don't want to get distracted by anything that's not gonna help me get there i feel like with consistency you know there's a couple things that's wrapped up in that that's the actual creation process it's the networking it's the promoting like you have to be on top of all of that you have to be rick ross like a bitch 
I got a podcast. I got a podcast. And I need to get better at telling you that I need to get business cards. I need to update my website. I need to put my podcast on Audio Mac because I say that the podcast is whatever your podcast is. Then that bitch is not on Audio Mac. I need to do that today. Um, I need to, you know, fucking formalize this motherfucking event that's just not working out right now in my favor because the event space has not been confirmed officially. It was, but then it wasn't. And then it was, and then it wasn't. Like, fuck, can I get a motherfucking break? And that's what I'm saying. I just hate the fact that it's just, like, so hard to make things happen. It's so hard. It's so hard. It's like it's always motherfucking something. It's always beef with me. And I don't like that. You know? Do you know? I hope you know. It's... Sorry, y'all. I dropped the mic. Um, what else? Yeah, but I just want, I know what I want, and I feel like with being a full-time creator comes a, a lifestyle change, if anything, and I feel like I just transitioned to, like, a corporate girl lifestyle, but, like, I have not made time and set aside time and carved out time in my schedule to be a creator, and I find myself, like, craving it. To like set to satiate my mind, satiate my body, because that's just how my body flows is in the creation process. <sighs> but I feel guilty, you know, for sitting down and creating or setting aside time to create. The ramen is here, so we're gonna have to wrap it up. <laughs> we're gonna have to do our wrap around. Um, but time is definitely like. Only a figment of our understanding is another point that I wanted to make. I feel like I want to do, I want to meet my goals in a certain amount of time. But I think that what I have to realize in order to be consistent is that time is only a figment of, like, not our imagination, but our understanding. It's real, but we have the power to take ownership of it, right? So there's a lot of people who be working at shit for, like, 50 years or 10 years, 5 years, 8 years, um, 15 years, like however long it took between them ideating something, creating it, and attaining it, there's a timeline in between the starting point and the ending point. And I think that what frustrates me the most is like doing something for a certain amount of time and like not being at that end goal yet because I like instant gratification not gonna lie to you i love it i love it i love it and i'm trying to work on like delaying gratification for myself because i don't really tell myself no these days i don't because i feel like i've just been in such a restricted mode for so long like i deserve all the yeses at all the times and that's just something that doesn't work with the creation process especially when you're trying to get paid from it like you don't get paid until people say yes you know what i'm saying like an honor and all honesty you're still low-key working for the man unless you are in that business exact position which is where i want to be like i want to be the bitch in charge signing checks you feel me and that takes time that takes a lot of time hard work and consistency consistency and another key is patience and deep-seated belief in whatever the fuck you do. You know what I'm saying? I think there was also a lot of points in my journey thus far where I just didn't believe in myself or believe in my vision or believe in my uh, my believe in my art, the things that I'm putting out in my podcast. is my art. This is my art form, verbal art. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeding the streets verbally. I'm putting ideas in your head as you listen to me. Subconsciously, you're going to consider whatever I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is art. I believe in the power of words and the power of the tongue, and I take it very, very seriously. But there was a point in time where I just didn't believe in what the fuck I had to say. And I'm like, what am I getting on here and saying? You know what I mean? I think that it's very important to me that I come on here and I give y'all the real, the good, um, not just the good, but also the bad. And then I give y'all things of substance. And I think that, you know, I, I have to believe in my purpose. I have to believe in my message before I get on here and consistently give y'all anything. 
um, and as I'm talking, it's just giving me a lot more clarity as to what I want for my career and like what I want for like my ethos to be. Like, what is my backing? What is my motivation? And like I said earlier, my motivation is for y'all to be inspired and to be motivated. I want y'all to be, you know, just as excited to go out there and kill this shit, whatever you want to go out there and kill as I am to get on here and get on this podcast. I was really excited to get on here and record, you know what I mean? Even though I'm still a little drunk, I want I want to go on here and get y'all some game or get y'all some, some of my perspective on, you know, consistency and like what it means for me what my story has been like thus far y'all been keeping up with me for what like a year now a year a year and some change and I think it's very important to give y'all some context to my story and my journey and that is why I create that is why I give y'all updates on my life and maybe some unsolicited advice and maybe some you know a little more detail than is really needed because I feel like this is important. I feel like there's only so many creators giving real, raw, you know, genuine storylines of what it's like to truly be in the field of this shit at 21 years old. I'm only 21. I'm only 21. And I'm doing this shit, bro. Like, I'm living life to its fullest. I'm only 21. I don't know. Shout out to Lil Uzi. And I believe in that now. As I'm speaking, like, my ears is getting hot because the angels and the universe is supporting this message. There's only so many creators doing what I'm doing right now in the way that I'm doing it. And I feel like that's what makes me special. And that's what makes this special. This is what makes me do what I'm doing because there's a need. There's an underserved group out here in community. My girls, my sisters, who's out here trying to figure this shit out. You feel me? We in the field for real. We in the mud. We off the porch. You know what I'm saying? We not 18 and 19 no more. We is 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. And even at 26, 27, 28, you still trying to figure that shit out. That's what I'm learning. You are still a baby. And that goes back along with the creation process. Like, it, you don't just hit a certain point in your career and, like, have all the answers. Like, you have to be patient. You have to be humble. I've been hearing that a lot this week. You have to be humble. Humble as fuck to know that you don't know everything and that somebody somebody else can come along and give you something that you didn't know about. You know what I mean? Or something. You have to have the humility to receive. Humility allows you to receive. If you are so arrogant that you think that you cannot improve on anything, I'm telling you right now, you are going to hit the plateau. If not now, if you haven't already hit it, you're going to hit it soon. You need to have humility to know that things aren't going to go your way all the time. Things aren't going to stop at your doorstep all the time. You have to go get shit sometimes. You have to ask. You have to prepare. You have to serve. You have to go and get that shit. Patience, humility, and belief. Those are my three keys to to success and consistency. And that's from my life experience. What's gotten me here today is humility, patience, and deep-seated belief. And to where I want to go, I can't drop that. I think that this is the, this is what I'm missing right now in this moment. Sometimes you have to go to the basics, and that's okay. I think that once you start living a good life, sometimes it's hard to it's hard to remember what got you there in the first place. And you have to step, take a step back and you have to get back to the groundwork and remember, like, okay, here are the basics, you know what I mean? Like, some of the basics that my dad taught me um, was, you know, if you do the right things for the right reason, you're always going to get the outcome. You're, you're, you're always going to get the right outcome. And I stick by that. I ride by that. I live by that. Because if you're doing things for the right reason, why wouldn't we get the, the right outcome? The universe, is, the, universe, the universe works in funny ways, y'all. It might not be the immediate outcome that you want, but I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. Because if you're moving solid, you're going to get solid. I can guarantee you that. 
I feel like it's going to benefit you or somebody else or whatever the case may be. You have to move in a way that not only benefits you, but benefits the people around you, benefits your world and benefits your community. Just moving with good intentions will always get you get you to a better place. And I think that that coincides with your purpose and your motivations and your inspirations. Like what inspires you? Is it within good intention? Does it have good motivations? Will it have a good outcome? You know, and who will it impact? I think those are the, the questions that I ask myself whenever I'm trying to figure out what am I trying to be consistent for? Like, am I trying to be consistent for money? Like, we can go and clock in for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I just want money, I can go get a good paying job anywhere. You know what I'm saying? But I chose this specifically for a reason. And I definitely want to be understanding completely of what comes with it and the implications of it. And I know that by being a creator, it goes hand in hand with also being an influencer. There are people that listen to me. There are people that, you know, want to hear what I have to say in order to make a decision, um, in order to change their life. And I have to also understand that I'm still growing and that I still don't have all the answers. So it's imperative that I take my time with this and I understand why I'm doing it. And that I believe in myself when I do it. I smell this ramen, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. This smells hella, hella good. So I'm gonna have to wrap it up right now. I just want to let y'all know, keep doing whatever you're doing and within due time when i say due time it's whatever the time is due for you not whenever everybody else is you know on the timeline posting their accomplishments or their banner their product or whatever whenever the time is due for you that is when your your flowers will come that is when everything will come to fruition and i'm proud of you for getting to where you've gotten so far and i pray and I, I wish onto you right now for the strength and the perseverance to make it through whatever season you're in right now. I feel like, I'm not going to say I feel like, I know God has been putting it on my spirit, the the affirmation, the season of preparation. I don't know if I've already been in a season of preparation or if I'm in the season of preparation now. I think I'm in a season of preparation now. Not that I haven't been doing the work, but that this is the serious work that I'm doing now to prepare me for whatever time is to come. And I wish, pray, and hope onto all of you that you are taking this season seriously. We are about to enter spring where the flowers will, where the flowers will bloom, where the seeds that you've planted a couple months ago, a year from you know today, back in 2022, will bloom and will will sprout. I pray, wish, and hope onto you that you have the the wherewithal to see it through and to, you know, push to whatever big picture ending that you see for yourself in this coming year. I wish, pray, and hope onto all of you that you have the best year, the best summer, because summer's about to come and we're going to be naked every motherfucking day, that you are able to have fun in the process and to enjoy everything that comes with creating that comes with with you know producing a vision whether you're a creator or not this is for the girls that work a full-time job if you want that promotion if you want that job i pray that you have the consistency to be able to build your portfolio and build your skills and be consistent with your efforts to really show and build your value I hope and pray on to all of you that you find your purpose and your motivation and your inspiration within this week or these coming weeks because there is no timeline on on, on anything. You can come on to your purpose in two years, two months, or two minutes, and two, 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 period. Um, I just want to come on here and give you all the real for real because I have been ghost for a little bit, a little bit, and I want us to kind of talk about why and like, talk it through this, the fears that I have behind coming on here because it does get a little scary coming on the mic to talk because there are people listening that I, I mean I don't know exactly who's listening like yes I can look at the analytics and see like where they're from or how old they are but like at the end of the day I just don't know who's listening and it's a little bit scary it's a little bit intimidating but at the end of the day I know that this is what I want and I'm pushing through that fear because I know that this is going to get me to where I want to be and I think I truly enjoy this. I don't want for fear to knock me out of my 
out of my mode. You feel me? Like, this is Savage Season 3. You feel me? We in this bitch. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I feel like I'm doing a lot. Let's wrap it up for real, for real. I love y'all. I fuck with y'all. And this is for the bitches. Do not get it mistaken. Make sure that you check out the motherfucking Meat Free Zone playlist. This is the playlist for the bitches to get turned up to while you're going out this summer, this spring break. It got all the female rappers on it. There is not a single um male rapper on this bitch besides Cousin Stiz because he was on Perfect with Miami. And there might be a n- one more song that has a lot of money. Or there's, yeah, two more songs with Duke Deuce. And there's just a lot of songs, like a lot of features that I really like. They get me amped up. So go listen to that playlist. The link is in the motherfucking link tree. Meet Freeze All. Turn up all motherfucking spring 23, summer 23. It's going to be a fire-ass summer. I already know. It's going to be a New York-ass summer. We finna be hanging out the window, shaking his ass. And that's just what we are. Make sure that you rate the episode. Leave a review for this episode. That helps me out greatly to let the girls know what the fuck going on over here. Okay? Whenever a new listener comes, they look at the reviews. They trying to see what the fuck going on. So let them know what the fuck going on. And also, let me know what you want to hear me discuss. Feel free to DM me with topics. DM me with commentary on the episodes. I love to hear from y'all. Personally, I love good voice. No, I love to hear y'all's voices. I'm going to start including them in the episodes. If you DM me with some commentary, with some tea, with a story time, I am very willing to share it. I can keep it anonymous if needed. But yeah, feel free to leave a rate and review let Lil Wayne know who the five star bitch is and make sure you send this episode to a friend of a friend who blacks out every time y'all go outside and ruins the motherfucking night nobody blacked out last night but I got home and laid on the floor honestly I probably would slept on the floor if it wasn't for like my phone ringing or something like that but that's neither here nor there i love y'all have a very beautiful week i hope that this is a fruitful consistent week for y'all where you're able to get a lot of shit done and really make your stamp on this springtime season and get the shit shaking and moving i love y'all to death bye send this link to your group chat period